listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, this is how I'm coming from the Nidus. Another fat, fat tracks. So rhythm D, pull the orange juice. And let's relax, let's relax while sipping on yak, cause it's like that. I'm cautious on hoes. I'm cautious of hoes, so baby boy, whether prophylactics. I wear a Jimmy for the skins, cause it's a long trip. Front row seats, ayo, I know she on the nine inch. Just to get a piece of the green. She's, but she's an undertaker. Now you know the paper is around the world, heartbreaker. Me be singing first, but yo, had to have a breakdown. Playing you fools, so now you know why my belly's round. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. I never knew the words of that song. <laughs> you can do the ditty if you want to oh man what happened to paperboy all right guys um you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic uh of course you guys all know um this is the feedback show mm-hmm. the show we read all y'all's feedback and let you know what we think about the things that you thought about that you wrote about when you wrote about the things that we talked about it's a lot is what i'm trying to say guys i appreciate the t- people to take the time out to uh do stuff like leave five star reviews on itunes or stitcher which we read as long as they're nice um do stuff like leave comments on our website the blackout tips at gmail i mean the blackout tips.com you can email us the blackout tips at gmail.com mm-hmm. leave us voicemails as long as that i think it has to be two minutes or less 704-557-0186 all these things and more uh you can do to get your your voice heard here at the blackout tips um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is all about you fans guys appreciate y'all who take the time out to uh to to give some money you can go to the blackouttips.com look on the front page on the right hand side and there's options to just become a recurring donator you don't have to be a premium member just want to put a little something on it and we read your names off no matter what the denomination of the money is right uh we read it off every week um matter of fact let's let the choir go ahead and sing a song i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day and time to talk about some new cash that's right be cold thank you for the recurring donation appreciate you we got a one-time donation from aisha who says hi rod and karen thanks so much for doing what you do providing a space for great content conversation and laughs accept this donation as a token of gratitude for all the hard work you put in love aisha thank you aisha thank you uh noel w recurring donator thank you noel Mm-hmm. Linwood C, thank you, Linwood. Yeah. Brand new recurring donator, Floyd uh L. Thank you, Floyd. Yes. Go join the new members class. Kibi R, thank you, Kibi. Cedric, the entertainer, thank you. Mm-hmm. Preston F, we appreciate you, Preston. We do. Malanike, uh, I thank you so much. We got a brand new recurring donation from Deidre H. Thank you, Deidre. Thank you. Go join the new members class. Gerard L, thank you. Calvin in. I hope everything's going well at the McDonald's. You should probably own a whole city's worth at this point. Terry W. Thank you, Terry. Uh, we appreciate you uh, for becoming a recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Okay, now the, the phone won't move slow. Okay, cool. Well, that is a shame. We'll just give it a couple hours. See, there we go. Joseph O. Thank you very much, Joseph O. 
jason f we appreciate you uh thank you for coming through mm-hmm. um courtney r we appreciate you courtney uh you know these donations are very important to us here at the blackout tips we yes they are couldn't keep the lights on without you guys tyrone m you call them <laughs> but don't use my phone okay nope can't use my phone alexander m thank you so much no relation got a one-time donation from matthew d who said matthew d williams oh wait matthew dw i guess sorry about that uh says glad to be in a place where i can finally give back love you both so much and i'm so grateful to be able to listen and grow with you all damn near all damn near every year day bless up yourselves in 2018 thank you thank you we sure will anna l thank you anna Mm -hmm. um and that's everybody play me out for me Just smile now for me. Whatever you're in right now, smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? And the people say, "Oh, oh, oh. you look so much better when you." Oh, oh, oh. All right, all right. Let's do y'all five star reviews. We only got one this week on Stitcher and iTunes. Uh, at least in the U.S. I don't know about the other places yet. Well, we at least got one person that loves us. Right? I guess y'all New Year's resolution wasn't leaving no five-star reviews, I mm-hmm. guess. <sighs> I mean, want to lose weight, get all fit and shit, but five-star reviews, you ain't got time for that, huh? Mm-hmm. Probably listening to us on the treadmill right now. Mad. Come on. Mad we ain't review Walking Dead yet, but ain't left no five-star review. Come on. You mm-hmm. know you out there running, sweating, mm-hmm. six o'clock in the morning, mad. And y'all wonder why we just do what we want to do come on why are we cutting the food my favorite ever five stars by kayla T23. First of all thank you kayla okay you special this week thank you you left us a five star view stand and we appreciate up you. we see you in the back stand up right put the spotlight on her you listen to this right now kayla you email me your address and i will send you something nice okay that is, i'm serious about that so the blackout at gmail.com kayla okay i'm gonna need some proof that it's you okay but but we gonna figure this out um this is the podcast that made me start listening to podcasts in general you guys are awesome i've learned so much in the past two plus years that i've been a fan thanks for keeping me company through work days and long drives i don't know what i do without tbg wt thank you so much that was short sweet and important you know we appreciate you we do uh all right let's get into the uh comments that you guys left on different episodes we had uh the feedback episode which was thankful for 2018 uh i think that was feedback no wait that was feedback it was uh what am i doing what am i doing uh positivity that was the one i don't know why i was like nigga didn't we been do that one uh positivity was the feedback show um which was like our, our, our the last show before new year's i believe mm, so if i'm not mistaken yes and we got one comment um let's see who no we did two no 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 one show we did two or did we do one new we year's? didn't do one new year's eve we did one new year's day so it was, ah, this okay. was uh the 30th jay full says what a ride and karen a listener asked about books on slavery that were good and i'd like to recommend the half has never been told by ed baptist in the name of full disclosure ed is a white man also my good friend from days in academia 
but what i loved about his book was he focuses on how slavery specifically built the u.s and he used the words and letters of black people to bolster his arguments and he talks about how technological innovations like the cotton gin made slave owners more evil since the cotton uh could be processed faster by raising the picking quotas and show how that correlates to the u.s economy's meteoric rise that's a that's a good uh that sounds like a good book the half has never been told all right cool man appreciate it um are you going to watch the grammys was the poll yes or no um 13 percent of our audience says they will be watching the grammys 87 percent say they will not i understand i don't plan on watching either and uh the poll the comment that was left was the witster who says this is the only show where i know the artist at the tender age of 32 i've already aged out of the vmas right the vma is so trash even when i knew who they were i thought that award show was kind of trash so no. like it's just and then like especially once they started getting weird where they like i think chris rock was probably the last like really good host for me maybe i can't remember if jamie fox did that one or not but it was like right around that era area was when they started being like and now we'll have somebody from europe that's a comedian over there coming i'm like no one cares no right. one cares you're like don't nobody know who the dead person is over here like uh russell brand is not gonna get it done i'm sorry mm-hmm. no one knows who he is uh 1587 to 2017 wrap up where we did the uh what set black people back what set white people back what set black people forward white people forward uh episode it was fun i enjoyed it was it. a lot of fun brooklyn shoebay says dear Rod and karen this episode was perfect i loved it with all the evils of trump and what he is right i forgot about some of the victories and laughs i think tyrese might have set black people back a little bit in the first, last quarter with his twitter and instagram rants beefs and breakdowns shaking my head yeah he could have made the list i didn't think about him Mm-mm. i thought i think we just didn't cover him on the show like something about that breakdown was so weird to me i stayed away from it i don't and i don't know i don't have a rhyme or reason as to why because i know other shows really went in depth with it but something about that just seemed so weird to me about his the whole thing like i didn't know if it was gonna be a mental health thing i didn't know if it was a if it was gonna be some like abuse type stuff coming out of there i mean they she she didn't want him to see his kids and all that stuff so i don't know um <clears throat> let me refresh sounds like people are having issues with my voice in the chat um give me one second guys be right back but yeah we stayed away from the tyrese story i, I just and, and it was like because it was happening on like i instagram and twitter and shit and he was um fighting with uh the rock for a while like everything about that story just felt so like wrong and whatnot but um sure man he i mean he definitely had a year every time you mention the la la land lost the moon not the moonlight i laugh my ass off and get a fuzzy feeling inside that's how i want all black and brown people in this country to win shit whoops sorry white people give me my award lol i played that section of the show to my daughters age 10 and 12 and then we watched a few clips of youtube of moonlight getting their awards the blackout tip bringing black families together it's so good honestly man the only thing that can make serena williams better is if they gave the trophy to sheriff over first and then serena went and snatched it out of it. like give me my motherfucking trophy that's the only thing that make her more excellent is just being like give me my shit girl you know you had no business up here oh <laughs> uh, in regards to partying for new year's eve i've never really been a big new year's eve party person too many expectations i really prefer and mostly have stayed at home with my family drinking hanging out eating food and watch tv marathons however always had to be wearing something new and holding money in my hand with the new year came around so i'd not be broke hmm still waiting for that superstition to kick in (laughs) 
right eat these beans and some greens I'm like okay new year's eve was spent with like is that the problem everybody homeless just ain't eat beans and greens on on okay no it's black eyed peas and mm. collard greens get it right bro there you go the whatever y'all superstitious negroes believe oh i ain't ate that in years on new year's i eat i eat lo mein and uh we should be eating everything else however uh that, oh wait so i'm not right hmm still waiting on that cute superstition to kick in new year's eve has spent uh was spent with my daughters as we had a woke netflix binge fest last episode of the hip-hop evolution documentary followed the two-hour black panthers documentary a mini doc of the la riots and finally ava DuVernay's thir- the 13th my 10 year old wanted to watch i was impressed yeah the 13th was good i don't know if i saw i think i saw that two-hour black panthers documentary when it was on pbs that was good that was that was crazy man it's amazing how much of that movement was uh supported by black women and and around them and also i think it was also kind of amazing how chaotic the black panther movement is when you look at it like you know they were revolting about stuff but like some of it was like bombast and grandstanding but then some of it like their 10 point plan has still not been achieved for black people in in america at all like um and you know it's funny we the things at least i would hazard to guess um most of us know the black panthers um via like the revolutionary wearing all black leather and uh you know some of the men you know huey p newton bobby seal you know you might know like uh the framing of like say a sada shakur or something like that but um it, it really makes you think like the main thing i learned about the black panthers they were just this big scary organization when i was a kid and i think a lot of kids learn that um white people you know and then you learn them as being like this extremist threat to violence like they oh they had guns and you know but what would be wrong with somebody having guns uh legally in this country you're allowed to possess guns i did you know i watched that documentary they changed the law specifically so they couldn't have their guns correct which is why i say to this day the second amendment is not meant for black people anyway you know every gun sold in america is sold with the promise of a bullet that can kill a nigga that's it like like it ain't no uh you know and if you and the thing is they don't have a problem with niggas killing each other but the second that you start talking about some revolution or we're gonna defend our own from white people uh these niggas gotta go no more guns right like um but yeah that 10 point plan you can just google it but um you know they like they still have it you know full employment for the people we want freedom we want the power to determine uh destiny for our black community we want to end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community we want decent housing fit for the shelter of human beings we want education for our people that exposes the true nature of this decadent american society we want education that teaches us our true history and our role in the present day society uh mm-hmm. six we want all black men to be exempt from military service seven we want and in in, uh i think that was at a time where only men could serve so that's why i was fighting that way mm-hmm. seven we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people by the way i hope that's why the one about men was that way i you you never know but i hope i would hope that that's what it was i, I haven't looked into that um 
that's what i was thinking too because this was like decades ago right and we haven't achieved any of these we want freedom for all black men held in federal state county and city prisons and jails we want all black people when brought to trial to be tried in a court by a jury of their peer group or people from their black communities as defined by the constitution of the united states this one i think is amazing because i just watched this documentary on netflix about um the hasidic jewish community and they have their own court system right i didn't know that like within their community they go it's being and like they have antiquated laws like things you can't do with divorce things you can't do with sex custody of your children they can't do shit and like if people want to leave that lifestyle and go experience like you know freedom of choice they almost have to always leave their family behind mm-hmm. because you're not like the, their legal system is like nah you can't have your kids um uh, it's crazy I, and it's binding law mm-hmm. you like yeah somebody said like they had their own police force like right. they literally you have like a city within a city so i don't think it's crazy to that black people would want something similar now i don't know how we would come up with that and all that. i don't know the nuances of it and far far better minds would have to think about something like that for than than i can right but it's it's not a crazy demand is what i'm saying and if i if i would have learned this as a kid i would oh that's crazy why would they let us do that but now i'm like yeah why wouldn't we know better than other people what we go through um number 10 and and it's not like white people don't do that shit uh, any racial trial they immediately try to strike off all black jurors there's a reason for that it's not coincidence uh we want land bread housing education clothing justice and peace yep so zero out of ten for the united states on that but uh yeah that documentary is dope uh and then the other part of it that was really truly sad was the abuses that women experienced um from men within that movement and that kind of crumbled them uh at least from that documentary perspective kind of crumbled the, the movement mm-hmm. yeah because the women are the backbone and a lot of times men in power they abuse that power and part of the abusive part of being abusive is abusing the women that are close to them and when these women are like fuck that a lot of times it crumbles because men are not that men don't work but men a lot of times are the face a lot of the grunt work a lot of the going into the community a lot of the fundraising a lot a a lot of that shit that actually keeps the foundation of whatever you're trying to do together is women right so it was um and then like there were different guys who like decided like i'm gonna try to run for office i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but um yeah it was a lot of sexism in the black panther party and stuff like that and i know uh angela davis i think she didn't like the documentary and there were some people that did it's just it's a lot but uh i did enjoy the documentary because i had never seen it before and uh i know i just watched who um who streets which is a documentary about ferguson um that just came out i had the screener for it it's really good um that's if you can get your hands on who streets it's a great documentary um and it know it just lets people kind of tell the story themselves it's not even like a narrator it just follows around different people that were on the ground and what life was like before during and after all that stuff and i thought that was great uh here's to successful enriching wealthy healthy new year thank you for everything p.s i had to cancel my premium membership because my rent went up sad face maybe i'll get back for back on for a month for the black panther soil move review then i when i get my money right sincerely brooklyn shoe babe hey you know hey we, we don't take it personal baby right mm. totally understand and you gotta have luck. roof over your head baby yeah good luck with the with the um rent and everything i hope that works out man yeah People. honey talking about us blessings to you that you will be able to pay your rent and get premium Mm-hmm. maybe you meet a man like babyface this year and 
he'll, he'll pay your rent as soon as he gets home from work uh anonymous says good afternoon mr rod and auntie karen to celebrate my one-year anniversary of listening live chat and comments to the blackout tips podcast i decided to add to the monthly donation pool you two have helped me and so many others with your humor sensitivity and care for black and brown folks of this country as well as for the lgbtqia family i wish you both peace laughter and the pumpkin spice and bad music covers your hearts can stand thank you thank you uh really dark night says karen and rodrigo i really appreciate this year in wrap up i would like to add an honorable mention to what set white people back in 2017 a city council in a majority black town in camilla georgia decided not to give the black mayor the keys to the city oh yeah i read that story we didn't even get to do it on fucking with black people yet want to know what the worst part is the mayor was elected in 2015 nigga anyway happy birthday i mean happy new year best wishes p.s get those black panther tickets early y'all we will we will as soon as they go on sale they probably gonna go on sale over the weekend i know my mention's gonna be fucking full of rod you get those tickets uh did you party for new year's eve yes no does at home by yourself count 17 percent said yes 39 percent said nope didn't party and 44 percent said does at home by yourself count the answer is no uh <laughs> it does in my book shit. it does not count mm-hmm. 1588 the fight is never over uh, it was the episode we oh, had. What were the numbers? I just gave the numbers. Were you not listening? Oh, my bad. Hold on, let me go back. No, you read them. I kept saying what? Seventeen percent said yes. Okay, they party. Thirty-nine percent said no. Okay. Forty-four percent said, "Does at home by yourself count?" Ah, okay. And the answer is no. <laughs> uh, all right. The <laughs> we got two comments in this episode. Far says i'm mixed on that pose show the pose show is the one we reported in lgbtq news mm-hmm. supposed to include the most uh trans actors in uh live in a live tv uh ever show a uh, series ever obviously i'm happy to see that many trans poc are working but they recently announced they were casting evan peters kate marr and james vanderbeek so my fear is that they're taking this story about the culture of queer poc and centering cishet white folks on some voyeurism ish i'm hoping for the best but this could easily go from positive lgbt news to fucking with black people in a heartbeat here's the problem with that in my opinion because we don't hire a lot of trans actors they wouldn't have a name necessarily to be competitive with with the casting of these other names so because of our essentially because of our lack of inclusion thus far when they announced the casting the roles are what matter not the names so the if the roles are james vanderbeek in a in a um supporting role and the actor that is uh the star is a trans person of color we wouldn't know right now you know what i'm saying we almost have to see the show to know i'm not saying you're wrong by the way i mean shit we all know how these stories go but in general like i'm i'm gonna wait and see before uh i start feeling all worried about it because who would we there's not enough names for us to feel like oh they got her or they got him well then obviously they about to do the damn thing and give this person a platform like nah that's we don't even have a comparison right now you know uh, unless the point would be you don't want anybody uh that name you recognize associated with the series which i don't know how you know we will see how that would go but uh yeah i hope i hope they do it right fx has a pretty good track record and i know the dude that's doing this series has a 
really good track record with uh like inclusiveness and centering voices of other people uh, i know he wanted to uh i think he he's the dude that wanted to have all black people produce for one of his series so he just had uh direct i mean he had he produced a series that had 10 different directors of color like well he woke i think it's ryan murphy i think anyway he's woke we'll see what happens i hope it's good evie says diamond and silk should go to tap dance off a cliff should go tap dance off a cliff they really should uh are white people unfairly discriminated against is the poll yes no i'm white so you know the answer is yes or or i'm white and i'm saying no these these results will shock you (laughs) are white people unfairly discriminated against zero percent said yes also zero percent said i'm white so you know the answer is yes six percent said i'm white and i'm saying no and lastly 94 percent of y'all said no that i'm i'm really proud of the audience on that one i know right normally white people get a little fragile and they be like well i do sometimes feel a little discriminated against and i appreciate y'all uh either not knowing what a poll was or (laughs) not not saying it so thanks uh for episode does alcohol blame it on the alcohol 1589 uh the uh, eve says fuck i'm that's the only comment and the poll <laughs> the poll was does alcohol make you racist yes no i'm drunk right now you nigger um three percent said yes it does make them racist uh 75 <laughs> percent said no it does not make me racist and 23 percent said i'm drunk right now you nigger and uh i'm gonna have to put you guys in the yes category that it does make y'all racist um all right we had uh, <laughs> we had one voicemail let's see if i can play it Ooh, skype update happy 2018 rod and karen this is the um phd ramsey yada oh. yada yada thank you for the lovely christmas card love it love it love it it's actually on my refrigerator at my house Anywho, um, I decided to do a monthly donation, and I don't know if you all will be able to read it or not or see it or not, but just give me a heads up so I know, and hopefully this time next year I'll be going to premium. You all keep up the good fight. Love, love, love you all, and um, look forward to the feedback show on Saturday. All right, thanks. Uh, Thank Thank you, you. D. Ramsey, PH Dunn. Um, And then we have some emails to get into but before we do that i actually had to want to take a second and bring up two things okay the first is um so we got that email last week about the whole hotel thing mm-hmm. and uh within you know uh i've seen a couple e- uh like articles in the last week i don't know what brought this up but people being like don't use hotel as a slur or a derogatory term or whatever if and i'm asking the audience okay anyone listening to this can y'all send me links to either a website youtube videos or um even a podcast i'll listen to a podcast by the so-called good hoteps who are talking anti-patriarchal inclusive um pro-equality uh pro-lgbtq messages out there because i'm putting this call out to everybody because people are starting to act like 
for noticing that the people that are calling themselves hoteps are fucked up that it's black people being anti-black towards other black people and that's bullshit come on and i need proof that i'm overlooking people because i don't like naming some unknown people what if i don't know that work how the fuck i'm supposed to know who like oh that's the good hoteps i need to know where the good hoteps are that aren't on this shit because as of right now the pr problem that hoteps have is that uh they are fucked up in the loudest voices and not just the loudest of a small group of people no the loudest most supported most elevated voices are these misogynistic motherfuckers like they are they're misogynistic they're anti they're homophobic they're transphobic they're uh anti-woman they're like they hate black women like i i don't know and it's not the same as pan-africanism necessarily like not everybody that's pan-africanism pro-pan-africanism is necessarily a hotel correct like a lot of hotel shit is centered on egypt they call themselves that they then they want to uh profess the same patriarchy that we got handed down from colonizers and and white supremacy except maybe with a black person at the head of the table and i am a hundred percent against that um but if people want me to stop saying it if you want then show your work because i can i've this is the over the last 12 hours i've googled hotel looking for some positive ain't i haven't seen one so either somebody is lying and 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 conflating things or 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 there's a people that apparently are the good hotels that have a dearth of work that they need to do in order to catch up because you can't what it reminds me of is this whenever a man does something abusive to a woman or a child or something there are two camps of men there are men who go wow that's terrible and this is what this is one of the problems with men is this toxic masculinity there's this other group that says stuff like well he's not a man he's a boy no he's a man that's the thing he's still a man he has all the rights of a man he has the age of a man all the privilege of a man he is a man who uses his man authority to be abusive to other people i don't get to opt out of that because i don't do it i don't get to go hashtag not all men hashtag not all hotels and like i have to be like oh yes that is a problem within manhood and it is a serious problem and we need to fight that from within because as long as men are the most abusive people we will continue to have that reputation and as long as men don't speak out of it speak out on it but instead attack women for talking about men are like this and go well not all of us there's some of us who are you haven't just heard our work but we we aren't hitting our wives like we we don't get to do that it's very dismissive and it also centers the conversation on my feelings now as somebody that essentially is not doing enough to combat this when i should be talking about to other men and going why are you perpetrating this act in our name you know what i'm saying like i feel like and i feel strongly about this and i have yet to see any evidence to the contrary that we need to drop this or that it's our problem you know like uh i i put this on on facebook like show me the work it's been uh, over 12 hours it should be just 12 hours now zero links one or two anecdotal stories some people misunderstanding my point being like well so-and-so is a pan-africanist and they called him a hotel i didn't say that that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about these motherfuckers who are self-protect for fast hotels 
i haven't even seen people that i seen the hotel was supposed to be a greeting right Ooh. not not a name of what you are but a greeting using that greeting is different that's not the same thing as being a hotel these dudes if you google uncle hotel that nigga is not some yeah i'm out here just being positive trying to get the lgbt people involved no and you cannot make me change the narrative for something that is that is essentially it would be lying to to my own reality it would be lying to our audience it would be lying to you to go well no that's not what hoteps are yes it is it is exactly what it is in practice it is what it is it'd be the same thing as saying um a swastika used to mean the sign in india for peace so i'm we t- so don't say that a swastika is about hate hatred of jews and represents nazis in germany no 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 no. that is a lie that is what it represents if you if people are going to take it back they need to get in the street and start taking it back but i'm not taking it back for them you know that is an intra-community fight that needs to happen if there's a community because either there's people sitting by the side and tolerating those people letting them be that way and not putting out any work to contradict them because you have to put out these guys are prolific in putting out work they're putting out things that represent that brand and i don't see any contrary stuff put out there you know not under the not under the label of i'm a hotep and let me tell you why these motherfuckers ain't shit and let me tell you why we need to be this way and that way for our brothers and sisters that are lgbtq we need to treat our women better we need to do this that and other i don't see it you know i see a lot of people coddling cishead black men and our fragile masculinity and centering that and then running around talking about hotep africa and egypt and all that shit is trash all of it's trash and i will not be part of a fucking farce that pretends that it's not you know like i like this is not a i'm not angry at anybody i'm not trying to like misrepresent people i'm not trying to like fight nobody i'm just saying is is getting it this is this is the best comparison i have to it the alt-right right the alt-right was supposed to mean for a lot of people i am a conservative but i'm not a republican so i'm on the right but it's alternative to what the republicans are on right most of us if we hear the term alt-right we think richard spencer neo-nazis white supremacists and all this shit right i think he's even uh coin like he's even credited with coining the term at this point if someone wrote into us a very nice email and said hey can you not call these people the alt-right anymore because there's some of us who aren't white supremacists we're conservatives we we but we're not republicans we're not white supremacists either but we we're we're alt-right and we just believe in fiscal conservatism and that's it and we i don't appreciate you labeling our whole community as bad and calling people alt-right as a as a as a as a derogatory term i don't like it It, it's, it's pejorative and it's disrespectful and it's dismissive to what i stand for y'all already know what i would say second thing um so that was this rumor that uh black women were starting a boycott of black panther because michael b jordan has a non-black person of color girlfriend i think she might be latina or something i don't know i haven't even seen the picture and i also don't care um but most importantly um there were sites running with this news one ran with this uh black sports online ran with this uh, uh like a lot of black spaces kind of ran with this i think even boston may have ran with this uh, and they might have put it under the question mark like are they um 
why do we hate black women so much why do we have to believe the worst about our women in this way what's wrong with us who hurt us what made us like this because it wasn't true and any level of any like just a second of just a search of google of twitter whatever would easily dismantle that this was not what happened now there's a video from a while ago of michael b jordan talking about how he loves black women and and whatnot and he dates black women um that's not a video from this um that's not a video from from this year or from this controversy that's a video um from when he said um he was quoted in an article about uh like some weird dating stuff about not dating black women or being shot like people being upset with him or something like that and um that wasn't (laughs) what this controversy was about so they took that old video and said see they got him out here apologizing for this shit and it's like actually that happened like two years ago you know um then also with this latest controversy there's not the numbers there's one black woman who used to have like a fan account or something who was like he got a black and start got a white girlfriend or something and started like i'm not gonna see the movie and made a graphic nobody was lining up for that nobody was retweeting that nobody's worried about that but i saw so many black men sharing that shit as if it was the gospel motherfucking truth and i waited a couple of days to see like will retractions be issued are they gonna go back and be like hey our bad for reporting that it turns out that it wasn't a boycott it was just one person and no nah they took them clicks they were cool with that nobody issued a retraction nobody said my bad the correction and that, and i gave it a few days i didn't even really want to say nothing about it on the show because it was so fucking see-through and ri- ridiculous and pathetic and if you even know any black women you like that's not a thing that is happening you know but but we hate our women so much that men black men ran with this like bitch these bitches out here doing this again it's like no no they're not but they not though so especially when we personally internalize any level of acrimony towards black men on a level that is just um it's 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 inflammatory how we like if someone says like well uh, uh anything i'll give you a perfect example carrie champion she uh had a uh, a podcast or something she was on a radio show and she was on there with um old girl from uh, insecure that plays molly and somebody else right she said that um she would prefer to date a black man and then she went on into like some data scenarios and stuff and they were talking having this conversation right um why the fuck did an article on mto sports i think dot com media takeout sports probably start with some <clears throat> carrie champion says it's hard to date black men is she a winch i saw people sharing this article i saw people sharing this article the title of the article has winch in it do you think it might be not be from a reputable site do you think it might do you think you might want to listen to the clip first this is a five minute clip it wouldn't take but a second to click on it and see the first thing out of her mouth is well i prefer to date black men the first thing out of her mouth i repeat 
i prefer to date black men she then goes on about like different scenarios and how she's been around somebody had like a white boyfriend and there was like a situation or i don't even know if it was her to say but it was a situation where they were like yeah uh he had to go all the way across town to pick this up or you know or she was around a friend that had a white girlfriend and he told her to go home and pick this thing up across town and she just got up and did it and didn't even worry about it and it was like yeah because in the black relationship a lot of times there's like this struggle of power and like to prove like something and white people don't necessarily have that all the time not saying that they not it's not carte blanche but sometimes they don't you know it's like that white it's it's the nigger moment joke right i'm i'm white and they just like they just don't care in a way that we because the world constantly makes us try to prove our value and our worth where we're like hold up are you trying to play me all the time you know and keep in mind we've when if a brother would have said this about a sister they would have been oh yeah you know sisters is hard to date but because she would even imply that there's like a extra level of uh proving your masculinity or something when it comes to blackness there's an extra hard shell to us that she would even acknowledge this you will call her a wench you would you would run with that thereby proving her point about us being harder to date about there being an extra edge to us anyway the point being that shit makes me think about what hurt us and what's wrong with us you know like something had to happen to us to fuck us up to the point where we sit up here and say this about our own women the women who are our sisters our mothers our lovers our friends to sit up there and believe the worst didn't even bother to google or check it it just takes a second click the link oh she didn't say that why are they calling her a wench i shouldn't share this i you know if i share this i should put a comment out hey man this is fucked up she didn't say that you know if i share this hey sisters aren't boycotting this and this article is reprehensible and they could have easily found that out so those are the two things that bother me this week that i I wanted to bring up before we uh got into these emails but the fucking hotep shit i'm serious email us links if you got these positive inclusive hoteps out here doing all this work let's see what their bandwidth is you know let's see what their positivity is because i'm trying to see if there's a a auntie hotep out there or something that's that's contradicting uh, all this shit that these negative niggas are putting out and if i'm missing it then i'll gladly signal boost that work but if you're just gonna bring up like well this person's paying african they don't call themselves hotep i'm not talking about them i don't call those people hotels so let's talk about people who call themselves hotels and also happen to be inclusive because i've been racking my fucking brain and the internet trying to find these people i ain't found them yet so if you know they work and you're vouching for that work and you're getting personally offended on that behalf i'm gonna need to see some some i'm gonna need to see some receipts because i don't want to be wrong any more than you want me to be wrong so let's go out here and let's use this platform for some positivity if these people exist if not if you can't find it then you gotta drop this because it ain't on me um and then the second thing is i really want brothers to examine themselves on why the fuck we jump to the most negative portrayal of our own women i don't care who the fuck you're dating but you ain't gotta hate black women because of the choices that you made you don't have to be insecure about the shit that you decide to do your love life is your fucking business i ain't never on this show mock or question any black person for being in an interracial relationship that shit is not my fucking business i don't question your politics i don't question if you down with the cause you ain't got nothing to prove to me you ain't gotta be militant none of that 
default when it comes to love i don't assume shit because i don't know you but if you are out here projecting this animosity onto black women because of your own insecurities and your own trepidation about the choices you made that says more about you than it says about anybody else and if you out here antagonizing our sisters out of some like this is just a good time then don't be mad when sisters notice and call us trash and shit like that you know like we spend a lot of time self-aggrandizing and affirming black men cis hat black men anyway right we spend all this time doing that shit and then we'll have the fucking gall to spread some fucking falseness falseness like these articles and sit up there and be why y'all think we hate y'all nigga you do the question is why do you and how can you stop because that's hatred you tell me that ain't hatred don't y'all feel hated when white people assume the worst of us i know i do when i when oh you know these black person would have did such and such what what what? i'm not i gotta clutch my purse a little tighter he gonna rob me in this elevator the fuck is wrong with you i'm not i have a job i'm here for the to conduct business the same way you are but that but you feel it you feel like that hatred that's what those sharing those articles are that's the same thing you know sisters can't wait to hate you you know y'all bring up mike coulter or they gonna boycott luke cage because he got a white wife but they never do they never do so what the fuck are you talking about oh you know nate parker had a white wife and he's a fucking rapist how about that allegedly how about that you know what i mean like i gotta go support a rapist because he black what the fuck is wrong with you you know like it's that shit these black feminists got bill Cosby. that's fucking hatred of our own half of the population of our own people that's hatred so yeah man i i'll beyond disgusted we have to do better all right to to um to to these emails um this sorry that was a huge tangent um that shit was bothering the fuck out of me um oh and uh as far as um the michael b jordan comments to give the context he did a gq cover story he at, he was asked about dating kendall jenner he responded by saying he doesn't see color that and the rumors that the star of fruitvale station uh the movie about the murder of oscar grant has uh been his breakout role in hollywood was among the celebrities supporting the notion of all lives matter led to a condemnation of jordan that spread across several popular black gossip sites spilled in the heated comments on his twitter and instagram accounts um so then he ended up issuing a uh society uh, apology uh behind this um uh i have been a professional actor for most of my life but being regarded as a leading man uh is new to me and has taken some getting used to recently i had the opportunity to be featured on the cover of one of my my favorite magazines and the interview several points that i shared were communicated in ways that do not reflect my true feelings and opinions in addition there are reports written about me elsewhere that simply aren't true i'd like to set the record straight uh first and foremost i believe that black lives matter unequivocally and without exception i've never said well written snapchatted tweeted instagram or replied anything to the contrary any report that states otherwise is a complete fabrication i portrayed oscar grant in my first leading role in a feature film fruitvale station i'm a founding member of the blackout for human rights network i gave a speech just a few months ago on the importance of black lives matter movement at the bet awards it's frustrating to see a false claim stirred up on social media which has caused my supporters to question where i stand on this crucial issue but i am confident that my history and continued engagement with my community will speak louder than unfounded rumors 
secondly it is challenging to have a nuanced conversation about race in hollywood period the sensitive subject becomes even more complicated when you're dealing with sound bites and articles a simple idea or opinion can be abbreviated and distorted as it is communicated to readers out of context allow me to clear about be clear about my ideas on roles traditionally reserved for white actors my goal is for more my choices and opportunities as well as those of my fellow actors and actresses of color to be predicated on our talent ability and passion and not on false notions of what color an artist must be to play certain roles i've had the honor to portray black characters written and directed by black filmmakers a privilege that too too few actors of color enjoy because the challenges of black artistry and access behind the camera but in addition to those wonderful roles i also want to have the option to play all kinds of parts with no door closed to actors and actresses like myself lastly my fans who are women mean the world to me this is especially true of black women who as a group have supported my work long before the industry knew my name i deeply regret and am ashamed that i said anything disappointed disparaged them i apologize my whole heart for referring to women in the way that i did the word female using that manner that i did is dismissive and strips women of their humanity is a slang term that guys sometimes use to sound slick and cool coming up but words have power and i realize now more than ever that this was careless language and dehumanizing inappropriate and immature i'm a better man than that this references to uh this reference to women will not come out of my mouth in public or in private again uh in all in all although some of what i said was taken out of context i take full responsibility for the interview i apologize for the hurt and confusion it's caused this has been an important lesson for me i humbly ask my fan to grow with me as i learn more about myself in the industry thank you so that was his full apology that i just read um that like uh and then um the you know in addition to the it was false the whole it was like a picture of him saying he he uh all lives matter or something that guy spread i remember going back to the show now it's coming back to me and you know that was fucked up it was right at the time that pharrell really did talk about being new black and not seeing color so people really did think that uh he did that um in his interview though he said um he said uh he was asked about fans who aren't thrilled over the idea of him dating a white girl it's the world we live in uh they see white and black i don't a lot of black fans were feeling like oh my god he should have been with a black woman and that whole thing i get it but on the other hand it's like relax you know 2015 it's okay people can like one another not necessarily from the same history or culture or whatever the fuck it is kendall's a friend of mine you know i don't know her like that well but i know enough people um people's perspective on that is what it is um i try and be focused i told myself at a young age that i sacrificed all my 20s for work and i'm 28 i got a year and a half left i understand what females want and need you know i'm good at that i don't know if i'm the guy to give it to them so yeah that was the comments so if you want so if anybody wants to go back let's try to keep it accurate because like i said some of this shit i saw this week was patently transparent empathetic and easily easily debunked by just clicking and looking and motherfuckers would rather just be like up oh, these black bitches fucking up they they mad ha 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 and then walk away as if nothing happened and that's fucking a shame because when it happens to us niggas be up in motherfucking arms like y'all gonna fix this that's not what happened like show that same intensity when they come to that the same intensity that we would defend like cis hat men defend coolio without knowing the details of that story to say keep that same intensity when it comes to investigating this shit on the other side because it's it's it's, it's sad um all right emails leonardo writes in hello uh karen and bobby 
I heard you guys talking about flying in, <laughs> flying in the comfort of first class, and Rob was talking about leg room. But I was wondering if you know about the fire exit. As a broke tall person that's six foot five, I too have a problem while flying on planes. I don't have the money to fly first class, but you can get even more leg room sitting in the fire exit. Okay, that's if you agree to save some lives in an emergency. I can agree to that. This is just something I was wondering if you knew about. I did not know about that. Um, maybe you already do and just don't want to fly with the pores. Nah, I mean literally um the way i see it it's the only way that i'll know for a fact that i'll be okay is if we get like a first class seat i know i don't have to worry about it like i said it's more just about being big than uh anything else um and uh i know when we've flown in the past to miami and stuff they kind of just pick your seat on the fly like oh you're gonna be sitting here so i'm like if i show up late if the person just doesn't accommodate me like they'll normally just sit me all the way in the back or something by the by the engines or whatever which i'm not i'm not i don't have a problem with that but there's not any like extra room back there so i don't like it but uh bobby i was wondering if you had any updates on your exploration into socialism love you guys as always keep bringing in the funny commentary that uh as all that is also thought-provoking and witty oh love hey appreciate it um mm-hmm for as far as socialism stuff there's a couple things one like i said i started reading books i read angela davis's book um i know she's a a socialist slash communist um so i wanted to get some of her theories and worldviews um i still have black marxism and some of the other books to read although to be honest i'm not as interested in reading them as i was at the time because i feel like i figured out the rabbit hole there it's just the way niggas talk to each other on twitter and once i figured that out i was good because i was like oh i don't have a problem with you i have a problem with the way y'all talk to each other but marginalized people on social media sometimes are more prickly because we don't have a lot of power in real life to create the boundaries and stuff and so we get online and we sort of recreate the same boundaries that have been created to us to keep us out of groups and to attack us for thinking differently and shit we kind of do it to each other once we get online um this is at least that's the way i'm seeing the world at the moment where it's like like why it's one thing to be a say i'm a black socialist okay what percentage of the socialist movement in america do you think you represent right because you have democratic socialists which are like bernie sanders camp which is pretty much mostly white people and then you have like the extreme left black socialists who have much less power in america than even the white socialist people and often would be at odds with white socialists if um they really sat down and talked about it but they spend a lot of time being at odds with black uh democrats and leftists on twitter and shit rather than whatever and i think a part of their voice that i've noticed is this cry for hey we exist we don't feel like we're being acknowledged we don't feel like we're getting enough um credit um for our contributions and our ideas and they're right they're not you know i don't know what to say i mean socialism existed in the black uh activist community since i mean forever you know cooperative economics has existed like you know black panther party was founded on a lot of communist and socialist ideas and marxist ideas and stuff like so it's not that these ideas haven't existed within our community but when it comes to actually getting credit and put at the head of positions and stuff like that black socialists don't really get a say and i think most of the fights on social media are about them having an attitude about being overlooked 
for a long period of time and i think once i realized that the kind of mystery to all of it went away from me because i was like oh it's not really your i no offense but it's not really whether or not your ideas are good it's just getting sick and tired of motherfuckers just being like yeah white people represent socialism not you and it's a sad truth by the way because they do you say socialist the average person close their eyes will vision probably bernie sanders mm-hmm. you know and uh that's not and he's not even like a true socialist no he is not so they have a huge much like the hotel people they got a huge pr problem Come on. and i'm not gonna fix it for them but um you know every time i've heard their ideas i don't have a problem with their ideas you know um uh and i think it's more sad than anything else to watch black people on the on the left fight with black people on the far left because they have so much in common but we we just talk to each other so fucked up it's just i i don't know why we can't talk to each other like we got some sense you know and it's almost like certain folks revel in it because i really do think online there's there's a and i can't wait till someone studies this and we really get this like a generation of people examine and get some like research done because i think there's a false element of power that comes from the ability to like control our social media experience that has truly hurt the way we communicate in some areas it, right in other areas it is truly expanded and there are things that are just simply would have been impossible 20 years ago would have been impossible Agreed. and just like all things with the humanity there's some good and there's some bad it doesn't mean that it's not worth it it doesn't but there's some things where you could literally be 99 percent aligned with somebody and the one percent that you don't have in alignment is exactly where you stop fucking with people and y'all don't get along at all anymore and the trauma over these experiences the way we talk to each other it never goes away nope those wounds are never healed there's friendships that will never be fixed there's there's people that really were never even friends you thought you were friends because y'all agreed on shit until you found the thing you didn't agree on now y'all not friends that's not a friendship Mm -mm. you know what i mean like that's that's not real that's not like that's not a real thing you know so i i think we really have hit a um uh, like i said once i realized that i got le- i was less pressed to be like oh i gotta find out what these ideas are more like oh wait i know these ideas y'all some in a book form i'm reading i'm like oh yeah that's, that's perfectly fine that makes sense why wouldn't we do that yes we should I, I agree about abolishing prisons as well like i don't know what you do with, for punishment necessarily after that but what we have right now is not good nope and i'm completely fine with this shit going away and finding some other solution for rehabilitating people that offend or something like finding some way to truly try to reintegrate people into society and empower them to to not feel the need or have to do some type of impulsive or uh even just some criminal behavior like i would love that who's against that but it's different when somebody's on twitter motherfucking you and giving you that idea as opposed to somebody talking to you about it you know right those those are those are two different ways and like i said i words mean things and when i when people put stuff out there i literally read them and like i said that's the between me and you you come at me on 10 and then you expect us to have a reasonable rational conversation for what right i've talked like 
i it's just weird because when i talk to people that are more to the left of me that are black or whatnot in a private setting or face to face or just they my friend we don't talk to each other like that and i completely can get where they coming from right even when we disagree it don't end like the way it ends on social media Mm -mm. and there's something to it and that once i figured that out i was not as pressed to be like let me go read this right now i'm reading um beyond respectability by Brittany cooper so that that's you know so may and and i'm sure i'll work my way around some back to those some of those books but yeah not not as pressed anymore because i've i've read about these ideas my whole life i just didn't know they were called socialism Mm. you know i've been following i've read about malcolm x my whole life i didn't know that that's what we were calling that you know um read about the black panthers before didn't know that's what i didn't know that's what you would call that so i don't think the ideas are the problem it's just if you come in a nigga neck sideways regardless of what excuse you want to have about it there's that's not necessarily the best or effective communication it feels empowering it might make you feel good but even i think about that like that's not the best way to do it no it's not and it turns people off to your cause because right. so many people are like oh fuck them niggas like like right. immediately because they were like oh i asked a question or i said something and they jumped off my uh, jumped in my mention next thing you know i'm all the motherfuckers and i'm right. stupid and i'm dumb and i don't know and i'm not woke and you were like well hey hey motherfucker nobody was born knowing everything even with this hotel thing there's people i respect and i disagree with them i'm asking them like well can you present some more evidence for me so i can like go through this and find out for myself and if not that's fine but what i didn't do was be like you motherfucker you stupid ass da 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 and then oh you gonna block me well of course you block me bitch yeah yeah you're this you're that you're that you know like uh like but i see that interaction so much on twitter between people discussing shit like should it be a 15 dollar minimum wage or a 13 dollar minimum wage and i'm like y'all really motherfucked each other over two dollars for something that neither one of y'all got the political power to change oh nah i'm out so that's the difference and i just don't talk about on social media anymore right because my thing is tone means things tone tone can can make or break a conversation and you know it's one of those things i think our generation i think they said we are we've been on the internet just as long as we've been off the internet and so for us our interactions are very different versus the generations now you know like my niece Layla her whole life has basically been you know some form of internet and 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 online and things like that so you know for me maybe because I'm old school I'm like and I know a lot of it has to do with my personality talk to me like I'm a human being and talk to me like you want me to talk to you right and also it's one of those things to where face to face people know that those tactics don't work the 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 person screaming on the corner with the sign everybody walks past that person and that's who you become on the internet then you work then you talk about why your call's not growing you talk about how people don't pay you any attention you talk about how you have these great ideas i don't care how smart how bright and how intelligent you are if you can't get other people to understand on the simplest form your knowledge is mute it doesn't mean anything to anybody if you can't share it and share it in a manner that's not beating people upside the head and there's honestly karen i've i guess the most cynical part of me is the most cynical part of me feels like there's a lot of people that get off on being in that small group of people that feels above everybody else correct you know i went to college for this or i studied this text or i did that 
and i'm not really trying to impart my knowledge i'm here to feel superior to everybody and i think often and i'm not excluding myself from that i feel like when you in a marginalized group there's there's one there's a level of just fatigue like i didn't i like i don't want to be on here uh educating everyone especially for free totally understand right but then there's also this level of like but i'm gonna be antagonizing folks and chiding them and talking down to them about the things they believe going out and searching these people to be upset with them and i believe that impulse whether it's from a a troll whether it's from somebody that's super pro-militant black or whatever that impulse is something beyond what the fucking screen says it's something beyond what that person's ideas are that's something inside of us that makes us have to perform that way that makes us turn conversations into fights that makes us turn fights into wars that makes makes us turn that shit into grudges there's something inside of us that is about that and i think everyone's projecting but not trying to solve that riddle of why do i feel the need to control everyone's opinion why do i feel the need to um like as 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 much as i don't fuck with like say uh tariq nasheed or uncle hotel or tommy so whoever name name the people that y'all would be like oh yeah rod definitely wouldn't fuck with that nigga look at my go on twitter search my handle on theirs i never interact with them right because i that i don't give a fuck that's their opinion i have mine the twins should never meet like that's not even like all i'm out here doing is trying to spread the best positive um representation of myself that i can and the way i believe but i'm not trying to look for them so i can be mad every day on twitter you know what i have i have trump muted i have him blocked and i have the word trump muted you know it takes a lot to get through my for me to see something that trump tweets it takes a lot if you notice on this show we don't even talk about trump as much anymore not because i don't pay attention i still saved all them articles and at some point we're gonna have to have a long ass show Come but, on. I, but but there's a certain amount of it that's just about expressing our rage and trying to have control that we don't really have Mm-mm. and like i said uh anger without control is useless to me and that's how a lot of this shit feels you know and i and i'm and for the record i'm not even blaming people i'm saying i'm ejecting from the situation because there's nothing i can do you know there's people i follow where they might be like lgbtq and they're like very upset and angry at the world because and why wouldn't they be right there's black people i follow they're very upset and angry at the world why wouldn't they be i'm very upset and angry at the injustice of the world why wouldn't i be but i also know i'm not everybody's cup of tea on that shit some people just claim here for the jokes some people um disagree with some of my stances i appreciate them letting me cook the way i let them cook right you know like i'm not here to go find you and be like i saw this thing you said and it came off a little too harsh i may sound too harsh sometimes you know i'm going to sound too harsh sometimes because life is harsh and i'm a human being and i'm fragile and built of emotions and i say shit sometimes where i'm like i'm angry and that's why i said that you know maybe i could have found a better way to say that and i always normally typically look back and kind of regret those moments because i'm like damn i wish i found a better way that didn't alienate what i was saying from 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 the people i want to hear it that i want you know what i'm saying so like but some people ain't there yet some people are younger raging against the machine 
some people are constantly under attack from every end they look at you they see an enemy you know i think uh one of the the worst things that that has happened or that i've noticed in my lifetime is the bridge of especially between cishead black men and lgbtq people within our community and black women within our community the bridge that will never fully be formed because of the distrust that is warranted in many cases where i'm like oh i want i would love to be friends with this person but i also see that they wear all the bags that they caught with the, they brought with them they wear it on their shoulders and it's not gonna happen Mm-mm. you know we've had people that write the show uh where you know me and karen will say the same thing and they'll be like well karen said this it was the greatest thing in the world and i'm like okay cool we both said that thing but even sometimes i said it but they feel more comfortable you know reaching out towards karen which is great i like i'm not anti-sisterhood beautiful i like she my fave too right because but i understand that part of that is a gap right you know what i'm saying it's not i didn't build it but i'm responsible it's there like and i'm guilty i'm beholden to it and i'm guilty too it's one of those things where people respond to different people differently Mm-hmm. and like you say you have to go back to the history and men and women relationships and how people view things and lgbtq relationship and how people view things and yeah there and there are times where men say that they relate to things that you say which is fine right. you know and there are times that women relate to what i say which is fine right and like you said we can both say the same thing and exactly. the, and there's women who relate to what you say and or, and or vice versa. versa exactly so it's one of those things where i feel like different people are meant to reach different people at different times right so you know it might be one of the things where you know you may have said it a few weeks ago and then i turn around and say it later on when you said it they might not have been ready to hear it but when i said it they might have been ready to receive it well i'm saying even in just general like forget the show but just in general like there's people that i'm like oh yeah we could be friends but we never gonna be friends because there's damage done there in society it's not anybody's fault it just is what it is and i'm and i'm going to exist you know there's uh there's conversations where i say something and i see somebody was ready to jump in my shit not like they forgot who i was for a second you know what i mean like i was talking about the uh chappelle special and i was like everybody can kind of just bring up what the fuck they said last year because he ain't changed and ain't nobody else opinion got to change Mm because he on the same shit Mm mm-hmm and you know i think the first reaction a lot of people had was like oh so you trying to say that 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 this is okay and i'm like no i'm not i'm literally saying the opposite which is he doubled down you know like so if you didn't fuck with it last year you definitely not fucking with it this year correct and that's your right comedy is not some shit everybody there was never a magical time where people weren't offended by comedy ever it's just now we have internet machines in our hands and we can know about all the people and how they feel but if Chappelle's show existed today every week with all it wouldn't just be ha 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 it was great it would also be some well wouldn't this get kind of fucked up and what about this idea i don't know about that that's that's a society we live in it's just a different time now but the point being you know that that gap i'm like okay yeah there's always gonna be a gap there because why wouldn't you assume that i was got to be like y'all need to learn to laugh you fucking pc mafia motherfucker <laughs> like so why? many people fight i realize right. that so many people come out come out with their swords up swinging at everybody and sometimes you come out there and you end up getting uh you end up being a, a casualty by you know get, hitting getting a straight bullet or a straight slice when you was like what the fuck i got to do with this 
right so you know and i get it man not everybody worth interacting with Mm-mm. this ain't even like a poor me thing like i there are people that got me blocked and i'm just like that that's definitely for the best you know what i mean like that like we wouldn't vibe anyway i don't have nothing ill no ill will towards them or anything like mm-hmm. like i just get it like but i think about the damage that had to take place for us to already be on edge and that's sad that is sad no matter how you slice it that we do have to walk around like you know i remember one time on twitter i made a um a comment about street harassment where i was like you know my neighbor is essentially at the time it was a white woman i said i don't know if she's racist and she sees me and she's like i'm never getting out my car while my next door neighbor who i've seen many times a black man i'm never going to get out of my car when i see him ever you know what i mean like i don't know if she was just like i mean it was almost awkward sometimes because i would try to be gentlemanly and be like let me let her get out her car then i'll go in the house you know i don't want to be a brother i don't want her to feel weird or whatever um and then there's other times where i'm just like well i'm just gonna walk in the house and just if she want to sit in her car for 20 minutes she can sit in her but it, you know you live next door to somebody you notice this shit over the course of a year or so and i'm like oh i i don't know maybe i look like some guy who's done something to her maybe i don't know i don't twitter kind of gave me insight to what people think and so i was kind of talking about like you know what and the point the point is i don't know and i don't want to be a bother to her so i put my the part of my brain that goes i i hope this i hope she's not just walking around going a nigger i'm not getting out of my car i put i I shut that part of my brain down and just right hey i'm gonna go in the car i just want to feel comfortable and safe we're next door neighbors the end right you know and i remember someone got mad like see why are you centering your emotions and then i said i'm not centering my emotions would be like this bitch won't even get out her car right oh oh what about how i feel like i no, i'm saying from my perspective as a human being with emotions i check them and i go my ass in the house uh, and just don't even make eye contact don't even look mm-hmm. at her don't nothing even, right don't acknowledge her anything right you know we walk right by each other and I, and I and she don't speak i don't speak right. that's the rule that's fine other neighbors hey how you doing man happy new year uh, other neighbors different her, she was not on that shit okay i don't know if she's 53 percent or i don't know if she was just scared whatever you know point being i never engaged her she'll never know what i was thinking it never was about me and i still had someone get mad at me on social media like a few years ago and that is the that's the difference that's i'm like you jump to that because of all the hurt that we have done to each other to make you assume the worst of somebody you know so anyway um one more email aisha says hey Rod, karen i'm a long time listener first time emailer how long you say the first episode i listened to was will and justin were coming back from strike and the main story was the details from chris brown and rihanna assault case yes that long Ooh, you back in the day you talking about will before there was music for the segments before the show went five days a week before keith richards would call the feedback show and then and when, and when there was uh official unofficial official folks of the show by by march i was listening yeah i remember that i just wanted to send an email saying thank you for well being you and grinding so hard and providing a space full of great content you all gotten me through unemployment health issues relationship issues a pending layoff and my new bundle of joy by helping me zone out for a couple hours keeping me informed and laughing talking out loud to my phone to no one 
I haven't been able to listen in a while because infants don't give a fuck about what time of day it is or what you <laughs> or what you used to do before they were born but i'm positive the show is going great as usual oh thank, thank you thank you rod and karen for all that you do and being amazing much love aisha p.s miss karen i have an itunes account now and i owe you a review rod love your written letter on medium.com regarding 2017 someone in the facebook group shared the link oh that's good i'm glad some positivity Aww. happened in the facebook group okay uh, you know i'm not in there anymore but I, I i hope it's uh hope it's going well those those poor moderators and the the things they must have to deal with every day right. uh pps rod i'm an empath introvert as well that stays in my head and analyzes everything yes i donated at 6 a.m something after feeding my child nigga just take the money consider it tip back tipping thank you <laughs> thank you no, we'll take the money i mean that was that was that ever <laughs> was that ever in doubt come on <laughs> just take the money we, um, we, we need that new plane and then we got um got a couple things got a couple more cards um what is this one from um tori who says merry christmas uh enjoy the show rod and karen tori thank you tori yes. just so snowman and um got one more i believe um happy holidays is this one and on the inside says karen and rod wishing you a very merry christmas and even better 2018 thanks for all the hours of fun laughs sometimes tears but overall good time may this season bring you whatever your heart desires a true fan and play cousin ria thank you ria uh, and then um uh we sent out our cards too and then also i got the the um order for our calendars in Yay. so i have to hit up the people um I, I don't know how i'm gonna do the people from seattle because there's so many people i don't think i can do it's just the, the group picture right so i don't think i can send all those people calendars because that's crazy um but uh we what i'll what i'll do is i'll send it to some of the people that we got pictures with mm-hmm. inside and then uh we'll either give the rest of them away or if i can find some way to sell them where it's like a website or something that kind of we can do third party or something where we stock up and then we resell it then maybe we can do it that way but i'll let you guys know if someone knows of a resource like that let us know and uh maybe we can do it that way i don't i don't really know the rules on that shit so uh but if not we'll just give them away so um and lastly karen got a gift from groupon uh and she cashed it in and made a black women being jamaica 2017 book Um, yes it's got all the pictures of her in in jamaica and on the back it says i love being a black woman oh, i did that and she got it's like a whole little thing and i this is just picked for, some of my favorite pictures yeah and this is just for us here so mm-hmm. y'all don't get to see this yeah but. i got food pics mm-hmm. and i like shit just my picture i like my book i like to eat so i was like we gonna put food in here right uh i got tia up in here yes in tia here. jasmine's up in here so it's uh yes i had all the pics so y'all guys are, uh y'all doing the damn thing on the beach out there y'all in the book now ladies all right we got to get out of here today we're also doing a show on location shadow dog production so tomorrow there won't be a live show for regular listeners we'll just have we'll put up the audio for the show we're recording uh at our uh sound check i mean at our voiceover recordings today we'll put that up tomorrow and uh nick Ju should be on that so that should be fun dexter yes. will be there and then um monday we have amber p as a guest yay and then um 
for premium people we have balls deep sports tomorrow and justin's gonna be here karen's gonna be here yes and shirley wong who won our uh, fantasy football tournament uh she'll be yeah, here she was beating the brakes off of everybody and um and uh that should be tomorrow afternoon at three i believe um so all right guys thank you so much for all your support and love and we'll talk to you guys later until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.